only talk radio afternoon drive show that makes sense. Beyond the Headline with Aldrin Simpia, right here on SAFM. Well, according to the South African Weather Services, damaging waves and winds have been uh, forecast between Port Edward and uh, the Cape St. Lucia today. As a result, a yellow level one warning has been issued for the KwaZulu-Natal coastal line. Um, the Department of Cooperative Governance and Traditional Affairs has placed its disaster management teams on standby and calls on the public to follow the instructions of officials regarding the use of the beach. To get an update on this, we're joined by C. Who is the media liaison officer for the Department of Cooperative Governance and Traditional Affairs in KwaZulu Natal? Sponiso, good evening. Thank you so much for making time for us. Before we deal with this um, new warning that has come from the South African Weather Services, what can you tell us about the levels of destruction that was witnessed over the weekend? Yeah, uh, no, thanks, Andy, for having us. Yeah, uh, so far we have uh, only one incident which has been reported, which took place in the Wazulu Natal uh, South Coast where at least seven people were injured uh, when they, uh, after a wave crashed into a restaurant um, on Sunday afternoon. After that, other than that, we haven't seen or uh, haven't received any report of any fatalities at this point. And what about the extent of the destruction uh, to the property? Uh, the, from 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 the, the information we received from the, the team, it was quite uh, devastating. Uh, uh, the water managed to get through the restaurant and the apartment along the sea, and some uh, s- some cars were submerged by uh, the water from the, from the ocean. So it was quite bad. But um, thanks to the response from the private security companies, uh, private ambulance. Also from the government and our disaster management team, which managed to respond on time and try to rescue people uh, from the scene. And now you have a new weather alert um, alert becoming from the South African Weather Service. Damaging waves with waves heights between 4 to 5.5 meters are expected between Port Edward and Saint, uh, and uh, Cape St. Lucia. Tell us about that and also um, what mechanisms you have put in place uh, and also trying to communicate to residents. Yeah, we've so been on level one alert from yesterday uh, from, the, uh, from the south coast to the North in St. Lucia, which is the northern part of Natal, meaning uh, most part of our coastline was, was under uh, severe, uh, uh, was was closely monitored by our disaster management team, team. So we've activated all the municipalities that are involved uh, in this. This is from Darengonyeni, Teguin, Guatuguza, up to down to the St. Lucia. <clears throat> so activated them to make sure that. They are on standby and also uh, make sure that all the signs goes up on the beaches, maybe to one, all the beach goers, uh, the small uh, vessels operators of these uh, disruptive waves. So we ensure that um, should anything that uh, requires their response, uh, they are already there on the ground. And we've also appealed to our uh, beach goers and also the surfers, the bathers, and the small vessels operators to adhere to all the instructions that have been put out there by the municipalities uh, because um, according to the information we received from South African Weather Services, we're on level one as it from yesterday up until uh, today's afternoon. However, we have not uh, removed uh, those um, uh, warnings uh, until maybe uh, tomorrow during the day. Uh, our team will continue to monitor the situation very close 
uh, until uh, we the safety is guaranteed, then uh, people can enjoy the, the ocean. Well, the alert is until um, today, this afternoon. What plans does the municipality put in place when an alert is issued and there's a possibility of people being displaced? Um, before the people are, are displaced, does the municipality have plans to, for people um, perhaps who may not have family members that they can go to, mm. um, but could find a place where they can keep safe in the meantime mm. up until after um, the storms? Uh, yes, definitely, uh, because we have a provincial disaster management team that coordinates all the disaster centers that are located throughout all the municipalities. So the moment we receive this warning from South African weather services, we, we activate them so that they monitor close the situation and identify people that may be affected. Like so in cases of where people need to be uh, uh, relocated, we work with the schools or the churches and all other public buildings so where we can move people should we receive the information that certain people in certain areas must be removed so that we ensure that there is no loss of life, especially after we have received the warning. Also, I educate our people. They issue these warnings. They must also make means. It does not only cover them, but it also cover the animals that may be uh, affected along those areas. And we also try to remove the business people to close down and try to move to the safer places if we foresee that they may be uh, a chaos that may, may be caused by the weather. We just spoke now to an environmentalist, Dr. Gary Kukumur, and one of the issues that they are raising is um, considering that uh, municipalities must draft resilience plans against climate change. Do you know whether the municipalities in KZN have those in place? Well, um, I think you'll recall, Andrew, that in KZN, I think in the past years, uh, we've been hit hard by the, the climate change. I think we've seen the flood. Uh, what, I, what I can tell you at this point is that I know that the Chagwini has, has held quite a number of uh, climate and uh, the mayors have also attended a couple of uh, climate change summits because we've seen that we've noted that in a couple of years, we've had quite a number of uh, incidents that have claimed lives and uh, caused damage to properties. Well, maybe not at this point all are covered, but it's something that government uh, at the national and provincial level is looking to so that we ensure that we try to minimize the risk at all costs and also try to equip uh, our disaster management uh, teams. You recall that I think last week there was um, a BRICS uh, ministers responsible for disaster management. So when such issues were discussed, we need to try because we noted that one of the reasons it was brought in Devon was because the city had just experienced the worst uh, disaster in, in many years. So it's something that the think government in all structures is looking close into to try to minimize the disasters. Yeah. How, how long does something like that take, um, Sponi? So because um, considering that we are actually living during the impact of climate change, and as you pointed out, um, the disaster that happened last year in KZN was quite massive. Um, uh, um, it, 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 no, it, it's not something that can happen overnight, and it involves a lot of stakeholders, uh, we, uh, like the environmentalists, the weather, uh, the town planning, the municipalities, uh, also the infrastructure must be on, uh, on the point that is able to, you know, uh, resist uh, sites like heavy rains and all those things. It, it's not something that can happen overnight, but 
I think because we've seen the pattern, uh, how often these uh, disasters occurred, but it's always better to start uh, preparing so that we ensure that maybe in years to come, we see even much they happen, but there's a minimal disruption uh, as compared to what we have seen. So we call upon okay, all so the... Okay, uh, thank you so much for your time there. Sboni Somgati, the media liaison officer for the Department of Cooperative Governance and Traditional Affairs in KwaZulu-Natal. It's half past five, time for the news headlines.